So today, I'm here with Young... Pineapple. Young Pineapple from... Scarborough, Ontario. What's good? Shout out on my block. Shout out everybody. Shout out everyone in the world. Everybody looking at me. You see me right now. We here live on the YouTube. What's good? Young Pineapple, let's start this off with a little gift. My my first gift for you is this used condom. What can you tell me about this used condom? Oh shit. So I actually got a lot to say on this used condom real quick. So I actually used this twice. Uh, once with my good friend uh well she's not my good friend anymore she was at the time and then we uh had coitus and we're no longer uh, communicating but we had a uh, good sex in which i came in about 16 seconds uh i'm pretty good at that like to me that's a long time um you know i could prov- <laughs> to all the young girls out there young meaning above 18 I-, I can provide a good time you feel me a consensual good time that's very consensual uh, you know, I rub that back, and I blow that back out, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, the second time I used that condom was actually with um, uh, this girl named, uh, I want to call her Hemrita. And Hemrita, man, she was a wild one. She just shook my hand when we met, and then when we completed uh, sex, she shook my hand again. It was weird, dude. And this condom actually was the inspiration for your latest single. Pop it. Papa is all about when you pop the condom and then you have to actually go with the girl. You have to get the plan B pill. So we're really encouraging, um, you know, safe sex. And if you do make that error, you know, you can just go, go to your pharmacy, get that plan B pill. You know, uh, shout out Planned Parenthood real quick. It's a Planned Parenthood song that's popping right now. Shout out to all condoms. Pop that condom. You know, if you do, you straight. Not war. Young Pineapple, t- can you take us through a little bit about how you f- you first popped off, as you would say? How did you first pop off? You and me, like, one time, I was just, I put a song on SoundCloud called... Who is you? <laughs> you know what happened? No. Do you know what happened, Norma? Tell us, young pineapple from Scarborough, Canada, Ontario. Hans Zimmer emailed me. It's like, this shit, it's hot. It, this shit, it's a heater. You know what? I'm going to sign you to a 10-year, $55 million deal. And I was like, chill, don't be so thirsty out here, you know? Uh, and then uh, this other guy named... Um, uh, James from down the block, he offered me a deal for like uh, 10 grand for like six years and he gave me a free Honda Civic and I was like, yo, I'm signing with you so fast. And then he, we just kept pumping out these tracks. Here. That is, that is unbelievable. Young Pineapple, I have another gift for you. This has been so much fun. I have a photo of your brother winning his third grade eight NBA basketball championship. What can you tell us about your brother's NBA championship at the age of 13? Yo, how the fuck do you know this, bro? Yo, you're young pineapple. We have to know this. Bro, this isn't right, bro. How do you know this, bro? I'm Nardwar. We have to know this. Bro, we're not even friends yet, bro. Maybe later after this we'll be friends when we get a meal at Chuck E. Cheese's, but right now we're not even bro. I have to know this. 
bro, this don't play, bro. Like, how about hey Narwar, where are you from? This is an interview about Young Pineapple. Well, why do people have to care about me? Because you're Young Pineapple. I shit. You fine. popped off. Fine, Narwar, I like you. So I, I like you too. Uh, all right, chill. But. So this is a picture of my brother, you know, he was straight balling back in the day. Now he uh he works as a real estate agent. Um because he he didn't believe in himself. Like how I believe in myself in this game, you know? Now everybody told me they looked at my skin color, they were like, You wouldn't you can't rap. You're a brown boy, you would never rap. You should be working as a real estate agent. And I was like, Hell no. My brother, you know, he, he wants to be a baller. He he could hoop. People called him like a young Jamal McLaurin. They called him the brown DeMar DeRozan. Even though DeMar DeRozan's already brown. What's up with that? Oh, not right. Yo, that's, that's going deep, bro. I don't know about this. Yo. I might have to leave real quick. Yo. Young Pineapple, you can't leave. Uh, yo, guys, let's head out real quick. You, one, one last gift for you, Young Pineapple. I have here what is known as a high-top flip-flop. What can you tell us about a high-top flip-flop? Uh, It's my favorite thing. Go, grab it and go. Let's go. I'm out. This guy's weird. What's good, everyone? Welcome to episode 19 of High Top Flip-Flops in the cut is your man Chris aka Chris aka not Chris aka Mr. Date Your Girl with you uh and I'm joined by my best friend my only friend Nivek tell him what's up hey it's Nivek aka Nivape aka uh Chris's only friend aka Mr. Run Up On Your Girl Say Hello Then Run Away aka the Tamil Tyrese and you know today we have a pleasant guest he came in his finest of attires because he found out he was coming to the podcast. Yo, shout out to half business casual, <laughs> half not business casual in the fucking track pants and zip up cardigan one I've time. I've never seen uh, that style of clothing all put together, but hey, you do it, man. Bro, just in case a ball game breaks out or you have to go to a business meeting in the middle of it, I'm ready. You're anytime. prepared. You're prepared. I'm ready <laughs> anytime. Methuselah, yeah, sorry. Well, let's welcome our guest, Methuselah. How are you today, man? I'm um, well. How about you guys? I'm um, pretty great. Um, so back to roasting you. Uh, <laughs> you wearing track pants and a, a business casual zip-up cardigan <laughs> pretty much just exemplifies the fact <laughs> that Scarborough's never going to leave you. You could be working anywhere. You could be working the job that you're currently working, Did which is a fantastic job. Did you come in sandals? Yeah, this guy came through in the Nike sandals, too. He came in sandals, too. Yeah, no I, socks. I actually picked that up. You know, I actually want to start wearing sandals this summer as well. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe like a Birkenstock at Jace because I'm not about to shell out Get a bill for Birkenstocks. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, I'm feeling the sandals look. So shout out to you for you putting know. that on. To yeah, I, I, can't, I can't really do the sandals because I've got super, <laughs> super sweaty feet. So when I walk around, I'm just freaking <laughs> like <laughs> everywhere I go, which is <laughs> not something I'm trying to flex oh. this summer. Um yeah, it's just, not, it's just not a flex. See, that's the difference between me and you because I probably sweat like 10 times more than you. I have a sweating condition. Shout out hyperhidrosis. <laughs> to all my people with hyperhidrosis, right? Super wet. It's, oh, this is what he put in the uh, the splashing sound effects. Super wet. That's not it. Oh, that's what I'm sorry. That is not that sound effect. But mine is like so bad, but I don't care. I'm going to wear it anyways, you know? Yeah, you're You're like, no, yeah, I don't yeah. want everybody to hear that. 
I just walk around a lot, you know? I walk around in quieter places. Uh, where do you walk? Where the you cemetery? Walk? Like shoppers, <laughs> it's like Shoppers Drug Mart. You know? Yeah, you got to get your Ester C vitamin pills. Um, it's just kind of quiet in there. Um, you've never just walked into a quiet place after you, you know, came from like a rainstorm and you're just squish squashing all over the place? You wouldn't be that person. Squish squashing. I don't know. It's something I'm certainly. Well, where's this quiet place? It, Man, a shopper's drug mart, prime example. It's not a hard floor. Place. It's not a Scarborough. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> mm. Pickering. Welcome to Pickering. Quiet shopper's drug marts. But one of the worst feelings is wearing sandals and it rains. Now my feet is all wet where it's not supposed to be wet. <laughs> on top as well, yeah. <laughs> I do not like that feeling. Yeah, and see, minus the moisture on the top of my foot, it's pretty much like it's raining on the bottom of my foot any, at all times. Any shoe other than maybe like rain boots in rain is terrible. Like the worst feeling is when you have wet socks oh yes. my god yeah uh, sorry i have to use this word moist socks <laughs> mm, it's actually the worst word yeah moist <laughs> you know i don't know i don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be i think you can get by you know mm. you'll get by yeah i mean there are worse words than moist go ahead like us. pedophile exists <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a word. It, the but word it, it isn't bad. The, the word, the word helps <laughs> you identify <laughs> it, right? It's <laughs> wild. <laughs> like, the word, like, if you say it to somebody, you'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. But when you find out the meaning of it, it's the worst thing ever. No, I don't think it even sounds cool. Do you think so? Because then people would say pedophile instead of moist. Because moist is, like, the number one word, as in, ugh, I hate uh, hearing it moist. It feel weird. But, when but you I hear don't it, think, but if you go in that sense, you could probably say, a lot of worser things and make you feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, murder as well is a pretty bad word. And oh, Aaron Hernandez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you Very know what? Uh, scary. A little bit scary. They don't know how to feel about the uh, situation. He was That's already it. serving time, though, for life. His life, right? Uh, for anyone who uh, isn't aware of the situation, you want to expand on it for them, Mathewson? Uh, he's a former National Football uh, League player who was convicted of, uh, I think, first-degree murder? Uh, I'm not 100% uh, one, certain. One, uh, currently one charge, so he was sentenced to life, and he was still... Um, he was still being prosecuted for several more charges. Okay. And um, at, as he was serving his time, he allegedly committed suicide right. but a lot of people say that he was whacked um but yeah and nothing has been proven yet but yeah mm. it's kind of a sad story you know like you go from like he came from a very poor neighborhood he you make it you become like you know you live your dream you win a super bowl yeah like you win you a super bowl you become you go down in the annals of history as like what one percent of like 0.1 percent of the population who you know, you have the money, now you have the fame. Mm. But then, you know, sometimes things happen. And, like, I don't know if if I can never put myself in that position mm. because, like, I don't know what this guy's been through. And, like, you know, but, man, it's it's always a sad story to hear someone yeah, go. For sure. Damn, that's really tough, man. Yeah. Like, from his origins and then to where he is right now. Like, to where he was. Or, yeah. It's kind of wild. It's like, it's like it's not the same thing, but it, if it was like you were, if we grew up in like such a bad neighborhood, and then that one way to get out of it, we we found it, we were good at it, mm. so we do the best at, and um, and we make it out, and then we and then we become the best at what we do, yeah, and then we still stay, try to stay to our roots, try to stay hang out with the same people that we used to, 
hang out with when we were still going through the tough times and then it leads you to a, like an unfortunate circumstance you know mm. yeah that is uh i mean uh <clears throat> i guess the first thing you, you obviously think of is uh, considering you had a young daughter and a wife as well right is uh how that kind of what situation that puts the two of them in as well um on the opposite side of it, I guess you, you have a lot of people who um, kind of don't like the idea of, you know, saying rest in peace or, or even, you know, kind of like paying respects, I guess, is the, is the idea to someone who is, you know, found guilty of, of first degree murder, right? What, how, how do you guys think that, uh, um, that, uh, that kind of comes into the picture? I think it's supposed, like when you say you do time in prison, it's not about punishing someone, it's more about um, a redemption, right? Like, because ev- everyone makes mistakes but like not obviously some mistakes are much have a heavier consequence than others but to say that he did time in in prison and prison prison isn't very conducive to you know nurturing you know like the redemption it teaches you how to be a criminal essentially mm-hmm. right so i guess like in that respect like if you did a terrible thing but at the end of the day p- having to go through all that he's been through and the mistakes he's made and to have to come to that ending where he still has a family mm-hmm. I think that you certainly you can't take that human side away from the situation right. itself right yeah, he's still a human yeah. whose you know, life has ended right yeah on perhaps his own accord perhaps not uh, yeah rest in peace Aaron Hernandez um Bit of a heavy start to the yeah, podcast it was, here. Uh, it was a tragic we'll turn. And, uh, weird segue, but <laughs> <laughs> weird. these things happen. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a weird segue. <laughs> Definitely. <yeah>. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Um, and this started with uh, Sweaty Feet. Jesus. So yeah. Shout out Sweaty Feet. Sweaty Feet is the origin to all stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on a much lighter note, on, uh, you know, on a note that I'd certainly like to dive in a little bit deeper, uh, a round of applause for Navik, who's completed his undergraduate degree. Um, Navik has completed his undergraduate degree as of earlier this week. Um, dates don't matter on this podcast because... Shout out shout out to the freshly minted person uh, degree. And uh, would you like to tell us more, please? Yeah, we got to bleep out that school, too, because we don't bang with them. <laughs> I, yeah, I really don't bang with the school, but they did give me a degree, maybe. I don't know how my final exams turned out, to be honest. Oh, this is preemptive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're <laughs> a, week, a week from I now, I'm just going to What post if I fail accounting <laughs> exam? So my accounting Are exam? you going to do an after show, like, before the final exam? And then, oh, okay, guys, if you, if you, don't, if you do pass, we, are you going to do, like, okay, guys, I didn't really graduate? Because people are going to be wondering. Yeah, people will be wondering. I'll tell them the truth if, if I don't. But my accounting exam is pass the exam to pass the course. So mm. if I literally get a 49, I fail the entire course, right? Oh, man. Brutal. But <laughs> to my entire university experience, like, it was super hard for me. Mm. For me, like, I struggled. Like, I'm talking my first semester, I had a 0.3 GPA. <laughs> Do you know what? what? <laughs> I went to school, and I had a 0.3 GPA. I was I w- his friend at this time, and I did not know this. <laughs> oh, no, barely. Nobody knew, actually. So I feel like... Were you so on probation? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, not even, you're not even on probation. This, guy was pa- this, is, <laughs> this is past probation. This is, hey, are you alive? Like, yo, this is, hey, are you alive? You know how hard you have to try to get a 0.3 GPA? <laughs> yeah, you're trying at that point. But whoa, sorry, whoa, continue, right. continue. Chill, right. That's, that was old me. Um, 
No, no, no. Okay, so take us through where you were at in your life when when that when you were at a zero point three. So I was on five courses, drop one, and then I was really like, they're all multiple choice exams. In so your first year, you're talking about first year. So I was really like, I'm just gonna not study and just go in. And that's what I did for all. Of them. And uh, I only passed the pass or fail course. Good. Round of applause for me, best one hundred. <laughs> hey, I, I went to a couple of his classes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna edit in little, yeah, little claps, you know, just because yeah. our hands aren't free this time, but that's okay. And yeah, it does please. sound like we are jerking it when <laughs> we clap like that. <laughs> yeah. Beat the meat Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I, I failed like the whatever course I had, the zero point three, and I remember my dad coming into my room being like, um. Uh, I know some uh, jobs at factories that are opening up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're probably going to have to drop out because your marks are so bad. So please apply to these factories and work <laughs> as soon as possible. Okay. Um, and I was like, hell no. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work hard. And I'm going to do this. And I actually did work hard. Yeah. And the following se- semester, <laughs> I went from a 0.3 GPA to a 2.9. Academic probation. And then <laughs> you I, made the next level. I got off fresh start in a- academic probation, and um, I kept. I never went back on probation. Nice, I kept uh, going back, going up. I think at one point in my university career, I reached uh, a three point four. Whoa! Of course, I went down very fast. Um, I did not graduate with three point four. Uh, not even close. It's respectable. But oh, that that is. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I went to a lot of tutoring, a lot of Ryerson free tutoring. I a lot of people have shame, you know. They feel like I don't mm. want to do tutoring in university, especially. But I was like, you know, I need it. If I want to complete this, then I have to do what I have to do. Mm. So I went to free tutoring like every week for all my accounting, all my financing courses. And uh, you know, it took a long time, but finally graduated. And like I thought, there would be like a huge weight off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I feel the same. <laughs> I just feel like I have less responsibilities. Yeah. Like, I don't have to buy a textbook. I, I didn't buy any textbooks. <laughs> to be honest. I'm going to be honest. You don't have to. Yeah. Right? You don't Pro you tip. really. Just be good on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need. My first semester, I spent like, what, 500 bucks ah, on man. textbooks? You know what I spent on this past semester? $50? Zero dollars. I didn't want to buy any textbooks. Because I was like, I don't. No. Um, I'm not going to buy a hundred. My communication textbook cost two hundred dollars and there's no used book of it so why would i for communications <laughs> i talk i talk shit get it bro that's it <laughs> that's a textbook in itself so it's well, all the kids definitely don't i mean you're gonna have to buy a book for accounting or finance but you shouldn't be spending more than 200 bucks a semester on, you can on find books. most things on the internet mm-hmm. i mean if you're good with pdfs if you're good with online textbook, because you can automatically get the online textbook, everybody. Or you can always uh, get the online textbook, go to one of those um, pay-to-print places, and then have it, have it like you know, bind it into a book and everything, and then sell those books for twenty dollars and make a quick cash here and there. You know that's so smart. You know I be- I only did that like once or twice, but really, it's so worth it. Like how much is it? It's probably like twenty bucks to for them to make to do all that, buy. and then you can like if a book is like a hundred, two hundred bucks, you can make a good like like forty dollars profit off it. Right and like that's why doing nothing. You literally went. You used three dollars to go there, three dollars to come back. So where does copyright come into the mix here? Let's let's allegedly that's what people uh, do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Allegedly, <laughs> what? Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> this is, these are just sitting here and there's a Ralph Lauren, you know, p- p- 
pull-up sweater. <laughs> I, I've up never sweater. done Yeah, I, I've never. I've heard other people do this. Yeah, no, seriously. I've I've heard people who've paid uh, for most of their textbook or, like, the remainder of their, you know, um, food expenses using, like, made a couple uh, thousand mm. bucks just using on a mass degree, right? Like, every textbook. Because if you think about it, it's like, well, you're going to spend... Like Navek said, first year you spent five hundred dollars, right? Mm. And if you spend fraction of that money instead of buying them, just buying materials to copyright these, <laughs> theoretically, <laughs> see, you could make a lot more. Yeah. But like, I guess that speaks to more about about the affordability in university, right? Because yeah. not everyone can buy. Because I remember having like literally having to buy like two junior chickens to satisfy my hunger because, or else I because I had to buy textbooks. Yeah. And I wouldn't. Be, and to be a commuting student student in Toronto, it's actually the worst. Yeah, like, it's bad. Mm-hmm. But like, like, but can I ask you if you could tell your uh, first year, first semester, first year, first semester self anything? What would you have told them? Other than don't go to university. <laughs> I know that's what you would have said. To be honest, I would have been like, uh, go to college and learn how to uh, code or do graphic design. Yeah, cause um. With that, with that skill, you I would have started working like doing independent projects, maybe like two years ago, mm. and by now I would have had enough money to pay off OSAP and all that. Mm. So maybe even do a university program in graphic design, but I mean college is quicker; it's two yeah, years, and, and it's you've learned it's definitely way more hands on, less less memorizing. That's the thing. Like university is a lot of memorization. Mm. Luckily, with my major in entrepreneurship, like. I'm trying. <laughs> Look at you shouting himself out. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that was the best decision I made because there were no exams and it was just all working with groups, working with companies, yeah. making business plans and all that. And also, I couldn't fail. Like, there's no way to fail that. <laughs> like, you have to at least get a seat. Yeah. Like, just but like, it. to be honest, like from a hiring standpoint, I would rather hire someone who's been through that adversity. You know, who who's who's failed, who knows who knows that you know it doesn't. It's about like how much effort and time you put in, rather than someone who's you know who just breezed through four years and does yeah. no shit. You know, it's much. Uh, it's I think university much more than it is a measure of intelligence. It's a measure of commitment, and sometimes like you just gotta pull through. Yeah. And for most people, it's it's a bullshit four years, and <laughs> and then you find out like what am I gonna do with this, and what do I really wanna make out of or make a career out of. Right. And like and at, a lot of people I know just went. Fuck it, I'll go into real estate. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I'm glad that you brought that up because you brought that up earlier, and he brings that up because a lot of Thelma people they write their they try to write their LSATs, their MCATs, and then maybe not MCATs but more LSATs, and they you know yeah, you get like LSATs. three attempts. Yeah, yeah. You get three attempts and they fail all three, and they're like my only option right now, and I have a university degree. Not not maybe fail, but like if you do it more than three times and it's not a very good score. Yeah. If you do it a lot more, it does not look great on an application. Right. Um, it's like oh. You did three it. is kind of yeah. like the the they're maximum. Like, they're like yeah, this is the last chance you get, and then they'll continue. You're saying. Oh no, yeah, and they're like my last resort is to be a real estate agent because I mean you do make decent money, especially now. Like everybody's constantly buying houses. They're gonna buy houses. I think I know more real time. estate agents than I know homeowners. You think so? Yeah. Wow. I, I, like literally, like in the last few years, I've met more students who have be- gone on to become real estate agents or have gone on to do something that was unrelated to their field than I have ever in my life. Because before, when I was much younger, I've always met like you know my family friends, cousins who were like engineers or 
studying to be doctors and stuff, but it's I see more and more people like on the grind, you know, like trying to just make guap state grind. Yeah, honestly, to make that guap so they can they can do something else. You know, it's never this is not where they want to be, but like you know, they're doing something like this so that they can be where they want to be. Right. The the popular the colloquial term for this is the side hustle. The side hustle. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of people's plan D, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's definitely not the A or B. It's usually the plan yeah, D. the plan B is the pregnancy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that. <laughs> yeah. What would your, what would your like, slogan be if you were a real estate agent? Oh, that's a tough one. Don't want to be alone? Let me get you a home. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fire. Mm. <laughs> that, that's I would buy a it's home. It's okay, really. Yeah, I would buy a Based on that slogan, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have enough money, but I would definitely try and buy. Oh. A, a he home would apply for a mortgage. Yeah, uh, and then get rejected. Yeah, and then get, get go that deep. They're like, have yeah, someone, uh, you're brown. Yeah, look at your credit score. And you're like, oh. They're like, well, I don't think two twenty is. Uh, we can give out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Yo. Yeah, that's messed up. But hey, you know, you never know. We have another uh, in Canada here. If we have another. Housing crisis mm. might come around. You, you know? think so? I don't know, man. If you look at the numbers, <laughs> I've been looking at the numbers, guys. Yeah, I don't coming. know. I don't know. There's just a lot of people mm. talking about. It. I'm not just gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, it's coming." Like, I, yeah, but I don't know. It's it's, it's it's on the topic of conversation. <laughs> yeah, right rent is really high in Toronto. It's, uh, it's, it's really, insane. It's insane in Vancouver. I mean, again, everything is compared. But they have rent control in uh, Vancouver now, right? Like right. Over the foreign subsidy. Foreign, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So if you're a f- if you're a foreign investor, you're looking to buy um, a home in Vancouver, so that you know, for essentially investment property. Yeah, investment properties. Um, you have a much higher tax, so that it lends itself to like correcting it, so that other people can't just buy like so many pri- pro- properties and then just spike the rent. And then you're out there just renting a property in in a in a a city you live in, yeah. While someone who doesn't live in the city owns your uh, house. Yeah, you know? exactly. Oh, that's true. There yeah. was um, <clears throat> I was reading an article on April first, like on on April, April Fools, Fool's of all day. day uh, these two dudes who live in um, Les no, not Leslieville, Liberty Village, sorry. Um, in Toronto, they got a letter from their landlord on April first that said, "Like, hey, effective, you know, immediately. not not effective immediately. I think they had a, maybe a couple months to figure it out, but your rent is going from sixteen hundred a month to like thirty two hundred a month, Jeez. which mm. is just like a hundred percent increase." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah." At first, we we're like, "Ah, good April Fool's joke," and then uh, you know the day passed, and they're like, "Hey, is this for real?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, for sure." Bro, that's that's to be honest, thirty two hundred a month. That's more than what like what most students and young people make a month, yo. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. yeah exactly, exactly. Jeez, yeah. Um, and these are you know like two young professionals, according to this article, like twenty six, twenty seven, um, both doing well in their respective fields, but still, you know, thirty two hundred a month. But that's you know what you originally paid was eight hundred dollars a month if it's split between two people at sixteen hundred. And now, yeah, now you're both playing 1600. Like, yo, man, that's, that's not a good like, look. It's probably that bad in like you know downtown, like uh, like Liberty Village. If you're looking close to like Young and Dundas, like the worst thing is being a student and trying to find like a place. Because if let's say you're not trying to commute, yeah, and you're trying to find a place downtown. My friend, she lives downtown near Ryerson University. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think for like essentially her room is. 
is the size size of a uh, uh, like an like a master bathroom. That's her entire room, and that's really? in, in between that she fit half her room is her bed, and then she takes one step and she's at the door, and she pays around six hundred dollars for that a month, and it's actually so bad. I crashed at her place once, and I I I, I was so glad that I commuted. <laughs> and it's, like it, it's bad when you think the commute is better than uh, living on close to your uh, That's right. campus. You got to think too, right? Um, <clears throat> how many? Well, on on one hand, like I, without a doubt, I certainly empathize with the sacrifice you're essentially making by commuting, right? Like one, you're, you know, if you're still if you're choosing to live at home. Um, then it's a, it's quite a bit of independence that's now stripped, right? You're, you're still living Plus at home. You know, you're doing Plus you're putting up with moms and dads. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. And, th- and that's exactly what I mean. Right. Is kind of, yeah. Having that restriction or limitations to some extent. Um, now that's kind of like your own personal independence, but also you have restrictions on, you know, what time you got to wake up to make your 8am <laughs> class when you live, oh you know, gosh. two hours away. Um, Who's idea was an 8 a.m. class <laughs> yeah. they still go on like what are you trying to accomplish here yeah Nobody like no one up. is coming to this class to listen like, to you yeah. <laughs> honestly just have a powerpoint uploaded onto the uh, blackboard yeah. and let's call it a day because <laughs> no one is paying attention if i come to your 8 a.m. class that means that there was some attendance mark yeah because yeah, that's, that's, that's the only way i'm coming to the that's 8 a.m. class because no way in hell am i waking up at six in, six in the morning in toronto trying to catch <laughs> Uh, the buses so I can go to a major subway station yep. so that I can transfer onto another subway station and to make it to um, a crowded subway to get to the university and then walk like 10 minutes to get to the university only to find out that you're reading off of a PowerPoint slide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Don't do us like that. Yeah, honestly, like you're pay- you're getting paid $100,000 minimum. Come on, do some work. Yeah, isn't it? And it's it's kind of contradictory to the grading scheme for a presentation for a student too. If you were doing that, you'd be you get probably get like a very poor grade, right? They want us to think outside the box when we have to like look at this boring ass hell presentation, (laughs) and it's always like the same type of shit. Like you have a title, three bullet points, and then you have a video, and then they'll go back, and it's the same rigorous PowerPoint um, system for the whole program. Yep. Mm. Yeah, super, super strange, and also just uh, <laughs> not efficient. But you know what? Uh, whatever. We're done now. All three of us. Nivek, join the club. Are you not planning to go back to school at all? Oh, good question. I'm going to deflect that to Nivek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely Young not. Grad. Never going back. Um, never going back to school. Yeah, I can't do it. But you're a learner in, in, throughout your life, though, right? Regardless, like you're gonna be. I learn every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna learn for free. <laughs> I'm gonna learn so I don't have to pay anything. It's called YouTube. <laughs> it's called uh, everything else <laughs> other than school. Uh, yeah, so I'm de- I'm definitely gonna keep learning. How about yourself, Chris? Uh, good question. I can't say, man. I really can't say. Um, some things that you can learn on your own, certainly. A lot of other things that having a practical workspace to, you know, learn things in is certainly. Yeah, c- certainly something that I I find valuable. I don't know. What it what is it that you're trying to say? What am I trying to say? I'm trying to become a stripper, bro. No, no, no. I uh, I don't know. Like culinary school would be kind of cool. Oh, Thought about oh, it before. That's dope. You know, 
But uh, you never know. I don't know. To all the audiences, you probably already know he is a dope as hell chef. You already know what it is. Moxie's gang. You already know what it <laughs> is. Moxie's here prepping. Yo, shout out Sandro, 60-year-old Peruvian <laughs> co-worker who mentally and physically abuses me. Just kidding. Just, <laughs> me- just mentally and verbally, but you know what it is. Uh, He's six years old. He's got nine cases of assault on him. This is all supposed to be confidential, but Sandra doesn't know how to use the internet, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, uh, cooking is fun, and maybe I'll go to school for it, but same deal. You could still learn a lot of it on the internet, um, but, you know, there's a, a lot of things that, especially given in, like, a college setting or an institute setting where it's, you know, exclusively focused on one thing, certainly a lot to... Uh, a lot to learn outside of just kind of small techniques. Like a lot, a lot of, yeah, I feel like it all comes down to the order of things, your, your understanding of, uh, your understanding and like how, how much you value, uh, things like cleanliness or organization, communication, all those things, right. Um, you know, being in a space where that's all you're doing 24 seven can certainly kind of instill positive things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, right now, man, they're just chilling, y'all. Like, <laughs> really out here, bro. So, to those of you that want Chris to go to culinary school, please write some words of encouragement on Curious Cat. Is it dot com? Uh, it dot is curiouscat.me slash high top flip flops. Uh, that's a great segue, Navik. Thank you. We're gonna jump. We're actually we're actually gonna try and answer some of these questions because a lot of you people. 21 people, or maybe there's just two, one person. Actually, I know there's there's one of you. There's Patrick Perez. Shout out Patrick for asking about 15 of these questions. <laughs> we're going to rip through some of them right now. Uh, if you ask a trash, trash question, we're going to we're gonna flame you for it. Roasted. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some of these questions are really worth uh, answering, and I think we should go into them. Um, so let's start light. Let's start with a light question. Um, what is your favorite song at the moment? One question. What do you guys say? What's your favorite song? Of the moment? I know what Navex is. What is it? Uh, it's probably Magnolia by Playboy. Oh, yeah. So I'll give a, a couple. Playboy I card. I can't just give one. Um, While you work on that, I'll give you mine. Sure. Probably from Khaled's new album, Young, Dumb, and Broke. Okay. I resonate with that song because I'm all three. Okay, right on. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, actually, oh. sorry, yeah. Choice. <laughs> I don't think that's true. You're young, yes. Yo, eh. the brokenness definitely. You think so? I no, it's like it's like this. Like <laughs> no, I shouldn't say you think so. You know so. It's like you just look at the check. It's like when you have, when when you go to when you go to a restaurant, and then um, you have to consider um, making the financial decision of uh, looking at your. TD app to, sh- mm. to to check Just if you have enough check, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, check yeah. if you have enough money yeah. to um, yeah, yeah, yeah. to to order c- certain things. <laughs> I think that explains. Shout out Chris! Shout out Chris Martins. I know he uh, he's definitely felt that way once uh, once before on a night out eating some dim sum. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, fair enough, man. That's that's true, uh, but not broke forever, man. Yeah, that's true. On the come up. I actually have uh, another example of uh, brokenness is when, um, let's say you go out on a date with a girl and she orders too many uh, <laughs> drinks. And then you're like, wait, yo, I got water. <laughs> Chill, like, <laughs> she gets like 
a beer and two martinis, and then uh, the bill comes, and then <laughs> and then the waitress comes, and you're like, one bill? Uh, split the bill, please. <laughs> Go to two bills. What did you have? Two bills, please. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have? What did you have? <laughs> I think I just had the water. So I, <laughs> I had the appetizer, right? You had the uh, full entree with the side and the app, and the app, and then um, the dessert coming too. Damn, I, I remember I did that, and I saw I saw the girl's look. She was like, <gasps> she's shocked. She and, she uh, didn't know. She didn't know who she was playing with, right? What? Now. Yeah, exactly. Exact, uh, you're a, you a dishwasher of moxies. I thought you had that moxies. <laughs> Wait, what was I doing at that time? Uh, Dope. No, I was working at Rogers, so yeah, that that commission money. That commission that commission no, no, actually, <laughs> I was um, I made the wrong decision of leaving Rogers for Nordstrom. I was making peanuts at Nordstrom, mm. so peanuts would have been good, but you weren't even making that. Yeah, oh my goodness, make nothing. <laughs> I left, uh, but yeah, uh, I can't really apologize because that girl was like forty-five minutes late. Oh. Um, so I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, 45 minutes, unacceptable. I have to agree. Um, but to go back to this uh, question, sorry, Nivek, do you, uh, yeah, you want to share your, your favorite songs at the moment? So, two, I'll just give two. Okay. Uh, Kelly K by Playboy Cardi. Good song. And Her Side Story by Gold Link and Hair Squad. Yeah. Very good song. That's a very fun song. That's a, uh, a really good song to listen to uh, with the spring spring and summer season on the on the horizon. You can check out these songs in the link below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, up here. maybe hey. we'll. Hey, sure. Hey, <laughs> hey, we could do that. Uh, yeah, we could always just do some. We could outro this episode with it. Um, would you ever do DMT? Next question. <laughs> DMT is heavy. <laughs> All right, DMT is not weed. It's. I've never done DMT. I've heard stories about actually. Um, Thundercat and Flying Lotus did DMT. I think Th- Flying Lotus has a song called DMT. Yeah, I think you're right. And they're like, it's a very wild jug where you're just hitting, you're like sitting on a couch. It's not a party drug, obviously. It's a sit-down drug. Okay. And, I mean, hmm. <laughs> I could be open to it, but I don't think I really want to. You just have to make sure you're doing nothing the next day. Yeah, it's really one of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to re re But like, I'm sitting here saying like, I'll, I'll be down to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> such, a, game. such a fucking uh, poser here. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's a good one here. What's the most awkward situation you've been in with a girl? Or a boy as well. What's the most awkward situation you've been in? Let's Okay, let's narrow this down. Let's say one, one-on-one situation. Oh. Like with, with uh, just one other individual that you knew. What's the most awkward that you've ever been? Guy or girl? Hmm. I mean, there's so many. It's so hard. <laughs> Um, one of them that killed me, this one goes, this one dates back to grade eight grad. It's flying high. Grade eight grad is some high times for your boy. Can you describe the suit you're wearing? Did you have a beard back? (laughs) Um, I had a, I had like a a chin strap and a mustache at that point in time. Um, but my my mom, shout out, shout out Vanna. She made me shave it all off. Um, do I remember the suit I was wearing? Man. Did you rent a tux? I did not rent a tux. Bought that shit straight up. Uh, it was Calvin a black suit. The Calvin Klein. It was a crimson red shirt. This oh. is all from Moore's. Oh, no. oh, yes. Crimson Moore's just or a crimson red shirt, just absolutely atrocious. It was a, it was a blood, if you wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, so definitely a blood. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Um, but anyways, um, 
So literally like a month before graduation, so in elementary school, this is like what? Uh, end of like early June, end of May, something like that. Anyways, um, literally a month before the end of grade eight, this new girl, this girl named uh, Dominique, she moved from where did she move from? I think she moved from like another school in Pickering, so it wasn't that far, but still, it's like when you're 13, and it's like, yeah, when you're 13 and you move with like a month left before you're about to graduate with all your friends, that's like a very uh, it's a very tragic experience. I, at least that's how I'd imagine it, you know? Like, I moved in fourth grade from Ajax to Pickering, <laughs> and I was you devastated. I listened, <laughs> I listened to Billy Talent the whole summer. <laughs> you got um, out of the hood. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Shout out to the Jacks. <laughs> yeah, 121 Daniels Crescent. Y'all already know what it is. Safest neighborhood. We just moved because Pickering was closer to my dad's work or something. <laughs> Anyways, um, side story. <clears throat> so yeah so dominique moved she's very quiet um she you know one month is little to if not no time to try and make new friends um especially when you happen to be a bit quieter uh but i knew she was really into like fallout boy and like to punk music which i kind of liked at the time i can't really consider fallout boy punk music but she was into like paramore and fallout boy and billy town kind of like what was popular rock at the time um, some other metal bands. Anyways, she just quiet every once in a while. I would try to, you know, engage in conversation with her. Uh, and it was cool. Anyways, it was grade 8 grad. You know, this whole dancing's happening. I don't dance with, I don't dance with girls because they have cooties at this time. Uh, but I see Dominique. She's just, like, sitting on the floor. Um, she's, she's, you know, she's all gowned up. She's chilling on the floor. Um, so some song comes up, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let me just ask Dominique. She's trying to dance real quick. <laughs> um, so I'm like, yo, Dominique, you want to dance? Great story. And uh, I can't even remember what song is playing. I guess it's irrelevant. But anyways. Bottom G. <laughs> <laughs> See, our, wait, what was playing at that dance? Stronger. Uh, what was playing at that dance? Uh, Apologize by One Republic. Um, okay. Nothing like Probably ours. like uh, Yeah by Chris Brown. Uh, okay. Stuff like that. Anyways. Um, the infamous Soldier Boy track? Yeah, probably. probably Crank um, that definitely played. It was some like what's the other dude? Uh, Chingy was playing. Chingy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chingy yeah. Was yeah, yeah. Um, Johnson was going around uh, low blowing people in the dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was weird. Yo. Yeah. He did that a lot. Like, our like a good friend of mine at the time. Every there was I don't, I don't know maybe four dances throughout the year: um, Valentine's Day, Christmas, and certain holidays. And so every one of these dances, <laughs> a friend of mine would go around, literally, punching other boys. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the balls and just wait and look at you to see that anguish on your face <laughs> and walk away <laughs> yeah i shouldn't well, laugh that's just for what i can up. say he's a very different person now yeah but that was Chef weird tings. back then he was just everybody was dancing and he would just low blow people <laughs> and, and you knew it was coming but you could do nothing that's so messed up yeah. and then what's his name Johnson. Yeah, I'm coming for his Johnson life, Johnson and Johnson coming for his life and um, messed up. at one at one point you knew it was coming, but you just accept your fate. <laughs> you knew you were a target, <laughs> which leads leads me to uh, my embarrassing story, which I will tell after yours. Sure, yeah, it doesn't uh, doesn't go on much longer. We were dancing; it was cool. Uh, we were talking a little bit too, just about how you know dumb school dances were. We were just like, yeah, <laughs> school dancers put dumb, in work. We're dancing. <laughs> Anyways, this <laughs> Bati man named Bossit. He comes up with a disposable camera 
and he has a flash on and he like snaps a pic of the two of us and uh and Dominique like, while the song is going on one world it's like elementary school gymnasium Aww. she just like she pushes me back she's like what the heck to boss it she's just like so mad you know she's just you know we were just doing her thing in the corner clearly it's like very evidently yeah you've only known her for a month but it's clear that you were trying to put in work no it's clear, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's clear that yeah she's not trying to not trying to be done like that you know um and then yeah she just like she just like stormed out and then the rest of the dance thought i did something they're like yo what'd you do man like, oh, oh. <laughs> a lot of oh 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 um and at this point it's like yo boss it man what oh, the heck blocked, um yeah and i never saw her again ever really never you ever never, again literally never, never resolved the situation not since that day yeah so a lot oh, of that was the graduation day. yeah okay so that. since that day never seen her again we should find her on to. facebook you should find her on facebook yeah exactly i, I, I know her last name oh, no that's perfect what do you mean <laughs> oh you don't know i don't her. know oh, yeah really a million dominiques in toronto area who knows no, if no, she no, lives in, in toronto in what area though you were in uh pickering yeah in the pickering area if, she, maybe she moved again maybe she said wow <laughs> everyone in pickering <laughs> sucks this krish guy set me up maybe she thought i was in on it too i don't know fuck anyways that's the end of my story that's not really the most awkward one I've been in, but yeah, it's but one of a few. I, I definitely feel that grade eight dance. Um, yeah. Your friends did did not care about your sense of privacy. So this is the difference between me and Methuen in uh, during grade seven grade eight dances. I was playing tag. He was dancing with girls. <laughs> <laughs> so very different people during those times. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go ahead with your your tale? Um, just to let you know before you continue, I played tag at grade at dance too. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I was just doing the other thing on the side. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was my side hustle. Don't try nah. to us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, one of the most awkward moments was um, I remember, um, it was it was in my high school days, and uh, I had a girlfriend at the time, and while me and my girlfriend at the time were, I think we were making out or something behind a portable, like kids do. Jesus did. Christ. Like kids do, and then um, like, like kids. don't try to do that. Don't try to <laughs> okay. Kids don't do that. Okay, okay. Good kids don't do that. They <laughs> good kids, uh, good kids go home right after school. No, and but, do but I want you to hear this story because um, I want to hear what you would have done in the situation. Because so as we were walking, um, there was a a crowd gathering, not a crowd, like six or seven guys who were trying to I think smoke smoke weed nearby, and so we saw like so a couple of people come up and we're like you know what let's go find a different place i mean go home go <laughs> home um as we were walking away um uh i think one of the guys said something to his friend and which my girlfriend took it as an insult to her and she immediately went in like i had never seen before mm. like she started calling them out and you know using very derogatory terms <laughs> uh and um they responded, the worst thing you could probably say, control your girl. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, and man. I knew at that moment, oh. either I was going to die today or I was going to die. There was mm. only one option. So, And then, you know, things just escalate. Um, she started cussing them out. And I was just standing there like, uh, I'm like, I was trying to be like, you know what, leave it. People are going to say stuff. Just Let's just walk away from the situation. It's the best way to handle it, right? Like, there's nothing... There's no way to resolve that situation without me getting beat up, right? Mm. To be to be fair, because there were six or seven guys, and uh, she expected me to fight for her honor when, um, and I was supposed to f essentially fight six or seven 
of these guys. Right. Which I was like, you know what? Um, let's just go. And she called me out on it. And it was the most awkward moment during that time because I was like, you know, what should I have done? You know, should I have gone to those guys and be like, you know, all right, let's fight it out. Mm. Each one of you come. But the what made it more awkward was the fact that her friend was with uh, her boyfriend at the time, like across from us. They saw. And me and that, me and her, me and her friend's boyfriend made eye contact and we knew what was going to happen because we had the same thought. Right. They're like, and then her friend came and she got involved and to this day, it traumatized me. Mm. Man, a very, very sticky situation. Yeah, eh? like, what could you have done? There was no escape. See, you know, a lot of guys have been in your situation where they're like, yo, you can't, like, first of all, I hate the dudes that are, are like, control your girl. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do no, about it? Look, what that guy said was clearly out of line, but then, like, that's what guys do when they're, like, it's no way to accept. <laughs> when, they, when they don't, yeah, they Yeah, no when they don't have anything to say, that's, like, they're, that's it. Like, because if a girl's cussing you out, and like she's right, what are you gonna <laughs> say? Uh, you're so you're gonna say something to make her mad, and what's gonna make her mad is control your girl, right? And and sh- they hit the nail on the head because she went in and she was not leaving, and she was arguing for 15 minutes. Yeah, good and, for her. And I saw like um, a halo start to appear on my head. I was I was young at the time, <laughs> and I was like, at that point, I decided I'm like never put myself in these in these situations again. Mm. See, a one-on-six situation, there's no way you're getting out of that okay. Like, no way. Not even a one-on-three, to be honest. Yeah, one-on-two is, is at best. At best. <laughs> at best, you, you, you catching the one L. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, I mean, one-on-two is okay. Unless you're like Mike Tyson. Mm. And like, I, I mean, you made the right decision, of course. There's no way you could have fought anybody. I mean, she she kind of probably expected you to go in as well. Yeah. Not to fight, but to at least use words, right? No, no, I did. I was just like, yo, guys, r- relax. You know what? Like, we're just going to be out of here. Um, you guys can carry on your business. And, like, you know, I was trying to rationalize it. It mm. made sense to me mm. at the time. And, like, uh, and then when the guy said, uh, control your girl, I was like, yo, relax, you know? And then, but she looked at me like that was, like, the, it was a pretty bad thing to say, but she went in like, and yeah, what would you have done? What would <laughs> what would I have done? That's a good question. I'm not too sure what I would have done. Yeah, it's, it's happened. No one is trying to get beat up here, right? Um, no, I'm I'm all for the cause, you know. To <laughs> 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 to 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 to, to fight for something you believe in. Yeah. But this wasn't something I believed in. Right. <laughs> right. Um. Man, I don't know how I would have reacted, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I certainly wouldn't have, again, it's, it's not even hindsight 2020. It's now, like, I can just set up what the perfect scenario would be, but even that isn't guaranteed. Yeah, it would, um, it would fall. Like especially, yeah, especially when, you know, you have emotions heavily engaged and rational thought certainly isn't in the picture. Um, you know, at the start of the situation, it's like, oh, you know, if – there was the time and, and, and energy allowed to uh, evaluate the situation to like question whether or not there was any point in kind of spending time or energy into it. But l- had had I fought, okay, let's say this, and okay. it ended up I'm gonna get beat up, okay? Yeah. Would it, would that not have led her to believe that I couldn't protect her, right? In that mm-hmm. situation, and then she would have thought less of me because I know I know that happened to a guy where the guy spoke up. 
to fight for his oh to fight for his uh girlfriend's honor was it a 6v1 pardon was it a 6 no it was a one-on-one and mm. he got mm. he got i don't know he got his ass kicked and she broke up with him see that's so unfortunate like, man see like because mm. there's gonna be someone stronger than you right and like that's that's the story of it right like no one can be the like in a in a grander statement no one can be the best forever yeah i guess at the same time like <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's like, yo, if you expect me to be like a world champion boxer, like deuces. I'm sorry, you know. Like, I don't know if that's if that's really in question. My physical strength my, my and like, yeah, my like, uh, my attacking prowess. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's, maybe it wasn't meant to uh, to work out, you know. But uh, yeah, my my solution would be to never throw fists. Like, if it really came to that, it's like okay. Uh, you want to do rock paper scissors? Like <laughs> that's the only time I'm throwing rock. Yeah, that's the only time I'm throwing fists. To be honest, only with time you. I'm throwing that's a that's a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. only time only I'm throwing, time throwing, throwing fists is in rock paper scissors. <laughs> that's a great bar. Uh, that's um, good. Yeah, if you're listening right now and you have a, an answer to the solution, uh, you should comment on the SoundCloud page or message us on our uh, Curious Cat page, CuriousCat.me/slash High Top Flip Flops, because clearly we're stumped. Yeah. I say don't throw fists. And if, you ex- and if you're expected to throw a fist, well, maybe it's how worth many, reevaluating. You know? How many fists do I have to throw? Just a couple, sixty-four hit combo. You know, <laughs> you know, to I the would kiss her. Oh, <laughs> right to the face. You know, I would do the exact same thing you did, but if it was a one, if it was just one guy, I think I would have tried him. No, let's say that you did get. Let's say that he was stronger than you, right? Ooh. But you knew this. You knew oh, this then guy I was a bad man, but he's still talking shit. I would have been like, hey, my brother, I think we can resolve this in a peace <laughs> and honorable fashion. <laughs> of course. I, I, um, I think for the most part, if people follow that idea of like just just talking to like <laughs> your pros- your uh, your uh, not victim, well, you're the victim in this <laughs> in this sense. Um, your bully. Your your bully we'll or your enemy, bully. right? Um, it it more or less like breaks down that wall, right? I'm like, yo, what did I do to you? Yeah. What's going on? And then, like, you know, just try to piece it out. And if, and at that point, you've exhausted all your options, right? Like, and you've tried your best. Yep. Mm, also, girls will say, oh, I don't want you to fight. But they want you to fight. <laughs> <laughs> they want. <laughs> all, to all the women listening, is this true? Is this true? Let us know. Let's you- be honest. <laughs> okay, this is the real question. Let's say if a guy does stand up for you and he fights a guy, right? And he loses. Mm. What are you going to do? Yeah, will you, you be do? still with him? Like, will you stay? That's question I want to ask that question to the viewer, right? Like, okay. if a guy fights for your honor, uh, not to say your honor or anyone needs to fight for you, all right, independent women. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, if a guy, if someone's talking smack to you and it just happens to be a guy and the guy challenges him and he fights and he loses, how comfortable would you be being together with that person? Because I know a couple of people in the past who've had relationship and because the guy lost the fight. Mm. Yeah, as juvenile as it sounds. Yeah, that's that's madness. Okay, let's move on to the next question here. We still haven't heard. Uh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> I'm uh, no, I know you got a good one. Woo! Well, I mean, I I do, but th- I can only remember one right now. It's not even that great, but I'll say eighth grade one. Um. So. Uh, during the eighth grade. During the eighth grade, right, um, I was, like, super alone in my class. <laughs> I had no friends. And um, 
somehow a rumor got around that I like this girl in my class. And then, which wasn't true, but, you know, whatever. And then somebody, everybody found out. Or everybody, someone spread it and they kept spreading. Everybody knew. Right. And then this girl found out. And luckily it was near the end of the year. And then we went to the same high school. And she ignored me for four years. This means that every time we're in the hallway, you know, so how those be like, um, how those throw up the high with the with the hand wave, when when you you walking up to a person like hey, and then they just walk right past you, mm. and uh, that happened so many times. <laughs> I kept doing it, or I kept, <laughs> kept like, doing it. Man. I would make Good eye you, contact. Man. I would just I'll be, be like this. Human. I would stare right at them, and then they still uh, hi. <laughs> And this made me wonder, damn, was she so traumatized by my fake liking her that she could never approach me after that? Did that really... And and it wasn't even a thing where I even... I wouldn't... I I barely talked to her. Barely didn't message her. Didn't do any of that. But, you know, for some reason in her mind, she was like, I can never... And I'm not blaming her. I'm just wondering. Her. I'm just wondering, like, what the process was. Mm. If if she knows, I mean, like, this girl knows who she is. Probably yeah, not. she probably she probably yeah. knows she probably knows yeah. who she is. She <laughs> knows like who she is. No, no, I'm saying like, <laughs> like that, who you're ta- talking about. If she, and she watches this, <laughs> please get get from a philosophical level. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, something. do you know who you question? are? <laughs> no, but like if if the girl who you're speaking about is watching this, I mean, is uh, listening to this, please, I want to know. <laughs> please contact me, <laughs> not not that me. Only Methuselah, please yeah. contact Methuselah. She probably doesn't. She she probably doesn't even think about this at all. <laughs> so, um, my God. Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of watching this, this is my last little uh, this is my last little fan uh, listener input that we'd like for this episode. Um. We had a few friends of ours, uh, shout out Karim, shout out Venkit, who've uh, who've suggested and or recommended that we switch to video format. Um, something that's been brought up as a potential uh, switch to how we present these podcasts. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, you can either comment on the SoundCloud link, um, hopefully you make it this far. If not, go to the Curious Cat dude through there as well. Let us know uh, whether you like the audio format, whether you think maybe a video format will work as well. Um, but yeah, we are, uh, we're slowly reaching the end of our episode here, but as always, we got to hit it with a soup it up, soup it up bit real quick. So I have a quick soup it up bit. Maybe you guys do as well. Mine is, uh, I went to the dentist today <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so first of all, she was very rough <laughs> with like, your teeth, with your teeth. Yeah. It was a cleaning, right? Oh, okay. Cleaning zero cavities. <laughs> Um, that's not an achievement because, uh, to be honest, if you're getting cavities past age eight, <laughs> uh, you gotta rethink yeah. your diet. My yeah. <laughs> like I got last time I had cavities was third grade because I had candy for breakfast. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, people still get cavities. <laughs> you yeah. can't just roast like, up bro. people. Like, yeah, jeez. Oh, I'm you, yo, if you got a cavity, yo, fix up your life. Like, yo, just eat some vegetables, up. please. Candy wrapped vegetables. Sorry, Mr. Perfect Teeth over here. <laughs> Go ahead, tell us about how rough she was with your fucking like teeth. How she handled your you. giblets. Like, it hurt me. Like, it was a cleaning, too. 
Cleaning is supposed to be the lightest form of Maybe she's just teeth. giving it to you just because she's like, oh, this guy's got no cavities. Maybe you're talking, no talking shit about people getting cavities before, <laughs> and she's just giving it to she's you. She's just sitting here with six cavities in her mouth, just like this bitch. <laughs> That's thinks even worse if you're a huh? dentist and you have cavities. <laughs> oh, like, this is your job. <laughs> hey, her jo- their job is to, you know, maintain or, you know. Other people's teeth, right? That's right. Yeah. Their own but, teeth. But, but, but would you ever go to a doctor who's sick? Um, d- depends. <laughs> I mean, like, common cold. No, sorry, not even common cold. Like, sniffles, yeah, because sniffles can just be caused from, like, a weakened immune system. Maybe they stood up Why all night helping patients. Why are they at work? That's yeah, a good question. Are they trying to give it to other people? <laughs> Plus, well, okay, can you, a weakened immune system, is that really, like, a contagious thing? Yeah, but though? you should be at home because you're jeopardizing someone else, right? But what do they, what, you know, this is some bioethics real quick. What do they have to value, the lives of their patients or... I'm pretty sure if you're a family practice doctor, your patients are okay, because there's a there's a lot of family practice. Uh, okay, hypothetical. What if you're working in the ER? How about if you're that guy from the United? How about how about if you're the guy from United Airlines trying to get to his patients? Whoa, this is very deep. Also, if you're a doctor, I expect you to be healthy all the time. <laughs> you signed up for this. Yeah, so you I'm can't sorry. ever die. <laughs> Just, you can no. never. That's I don't I, ever want to see you sick in my life <laughs> if you're a doctor. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, so, sorry, Nabi, we keep cutting you off. No, no, it's cool. You meant so I'm gonna talk about the bill part, and then you mentioned something about the doctor, dentist. Too, I want you to speak about. But yeah, after the dentist appointment, I walk up to the receptionist. She's like, um, she shows me the bill, right? Oh jeez. The bill is three hundred and six dollars. Now I'm covered. Luckily, I'm still covered by my mother's insurance mm-hmm. until I, uh, if I decide to get a full time job ever in my life, um, then I'll be covered. But for now, I'm still covered by my mom, so I'm good. But still, three hundred and six dollars for a cleaning, eh? Yeah. Jesus. Like literally, it was it was a twenty minute appointment, maybe fifteen minutes, and a lot of pain. Uh, and that's three hundred six dollars. So for people who don't have coverage, man, I feel for you right now. I really do, cause uh, it's a tough time. You, you gotta sh- get your teeth cleaned like once a year, you know. For all the students, make sure you use your, use your, you know, your uh, benefits that you get from paying that seven thousand plus dollars <laughs> of tuition every year. Yeah, mm. yeah. But the, up. but the benefits wasn't. It's not a lot. It's How much is it in money? It's worth it. Um, it's maybe like five hundred bucks in like in terms of what you're paying, and no, wait, it might be less, like three hundred bucks what you're paying. Because remember that opt out, you get three hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah, it might be three hundred dollars, and then you get I think coverage for about a good a thousand thousand five hundred. Mm. Yeah, because like the cleaning itself pays for it. You get one cleaning every time, and then you get discounted for you know for all that. Uh, brought to you by Ryerson University Dental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for okay. real. And you mentioned something about when I was mentioning the pain about the dentist. <laughs> yeah, but me and Navek were speaking earlier about uh, people who become uh, <laughs> become dentists, per se, and about how passionate they are and how that, like, these process, the process shouldn't be this painful, right? Like, you're going for a cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know, a lot of them are thinking they're the, they're supposed to be the doctor of teeth, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're supposed to make sure that you know, like you don't you don't you don't go to a doctor for like an everyday checkup, and like he beats you up, like that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and like essentially, like a lot of these like dentists that I went to in the past, or like just speaking of Nivek's experience right now, like they beat the shit out of you. <laughs> like mm. like like I remember once I went to a dentist and he was talking to his dental assistant about his vacation that was coming up, <laughs> and I was like, dude. Focus on my teeth. <laughs> While he, he's looking away, he's still working. His 
hands are working, but he's not making eye contact with my teeth. Yeah. He's making <laughs> eye contact with his with his uh, dental assistant. He's there talking about vacation, and at that point, I decided that I would never ever go to uh, um, a dentist recommended by my parents. <laughs> <laughs> that I would do research prior. Yeah. Uh, I would l- maybe look at Yelp reviews. Nice. Uh, and mm. then go to one that was, you know, was established for a while. Never, ever, never, ever go to the dentist that's been recommi- recommended by your parents. Mm. <sighs> also, I want to let that what aside. Okay. Uh, I want to, if I'm going to a new dentist, the first question I'm going to ask is, was this your life dream? <laughs> if oh it wasn't your God. dream to be a dentist, I don't want you to be my dentist. <laughs> I want this to be your life, you know? Yeah, I I want when you were six, when everybody said, "Oh, I wanted to be a cop or a computer," <laughs> I said, "I wanted to be a computer guy, whatever the hell that means, uh, or computer engineer." I would never be that in my real life, but and I want you to have said dentist at that at age six. I want you to put that. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? When the teacher hands you that little paper with uh, three uh, three lines, yeah, yeah, it yeah. has to say, "I want that frame beside your dentist yeah. degree." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just you make know? sure that there's no blips along the way. Oh, you you competitive figure skater? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to do that, but then why did you do this? But you didn't. Uh, there's more money. Uh, you were gifted with your hands. It's like I applied. <laughs> mm. I applied for uh, you know lawyer, uh, a doctor. I'm like you know what, I'll do something as great as a doctor, but not quite. I'll be the doctor of teeth. You know, mm. you could just start a reality show where you just <laughs> you're Go in you're the host of the show and you sit down with these dentists one v one and just try and get them back to their dreams real quick. And you sit down with Denise. Denise is just like, oh, you know, I made music for a few years and things are going well, but I, you know, I got afraid and I had to. <laughs> it's just like here I've got wait. P Diddy with me oh, and man. he's willing to set up <laughs> a record. Like, wait, you made music? We have Arab music right here, <laughs> down to lay some beats for you. <laughs> Let's go. There's a studio around the corner. Wait, I do have a question though. Like on the topic of Navek. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. On, on the topic of Navek graduating, do you guys remember um, those uh, graduation quotes that you had to do? Yes. Like, do they still do that? No, they don't. Not do that. for universities, uh, for, for high schools. Because y- you know they realize when you, you when you went through that four years they realize that the shit that you're going to say is probably not great. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're coming out of high school, you're like, you have your whole life ahead of you, no debt. And so <laughs> so you, what you would say prior to that 20000 plus in debt is a lot better than yeah. <laughs> afterwards. That's right. <laughs> but, but like, I remember um, the, the, the quoting someone else and like putting their name underneath and that was supposed to like represent what these four years meant to you. Right. And like, I remember in high school, when they asked me to do, to do a quote for my picture, I was I was such a dickhead that I put goodbye, period, and that was my end of the oh, quote. Man, <laughs> I was like, I'm straight thugging out here. <laughs> People are gonna look at this. This kid was a one badass kid, <laughs> and then now I look back, I'm like, oh my god, I was a tool. Oh my god. Mm. Uh, before we leave here, and on the note of graduation quotes, I gotta share probably the greatest graduation quote story ever um which was once shared to me and lived by uh from a roommate of mine named zaffer um in his grade 12 year in his in his uh <laughs> yearbook his quote i ca- uh, i wish i could remember word for word what it actually said and maybe i'll get him to share it with me so i can share on next episode um but he kind of like like i think in their yearbooks they were able to like actually write it out um so he wrote out something 
that said like oh you know i'm gonna miss this place oh, um will like no, uh, so like yeah so like he had these sentences but then like he colored in the first letter of each of the sentences <laughs> and it said like i will kill everyone <laughs> whoa that got dark <laughs> so he graduated in like june of that year but some schools have like graduation or convocation like right after exams are done and then some do it in like october right so <laughs> like so he started his first year of university Did and he got like a call from his mom like a couple weeks before convocation was like hey like what's the deal why haven't we heard about like convocation and why do i have the police calling our house right now Did asking he, to speak with you did he kill everyone no obviously oh. not. but this guy was like he was he was, so he's like ah, oh, mom like <laughs> i made a really bad joke in my yearbook and i think i'm big from going to my graduation yeah 100 percent. the cops and just Definitely. like the whole school freaking out because they were like yo the what's going on the here? man said he would kill everyone yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's get that straight wow. like imagine if you had done that <laughs> yeah i mean yeah definitely banishment of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. in school again yeah likewise um shout out to Zaffer for that one because uh I guess his plan works. You know? <laughs> wait, wait. You can do colors in your... So, like, I no, think I think they, they were allowed to, like, down. write it out, and then they, you know, like, photocopy them into the yearbook so it's, like, more authentic. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I think that's how it happened. Because I, I don't... Yeah, because I think he, in, he intentionally color-coded the first le- <laughs> first words of each, uh, each thing, you know? Oh, but, like, there's been so many memes recently about, like, you know, high school graduation quotes. Like, there was one where, like, I play basketball and women. And I was, like, when I saw that, <laughs> I was, like, what? Boo. <laughs> I was, like, Boo. okay... And then there was Scumbag. <laughs> and you know what's funny though? Like there's been like some really creative people who are like, you know, with the same last names three in a row and they would be like, We are not related and it would just be like all of them together. Mm. Like I find that like that's pretty creative. Yeah. Yeah. Hard well guys, thanks very much for joining us here on episode nineteen of High Top Flip Flops. Once again, I'm Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris. Um and I'm once again, very thankful to have sat down with Navik and Methuselah, and I hope next week's or next episode is just as juicy, is just as truth-seeking, um, you know, just as fire, you know what I'm saying, uh, as this one. Yeah, Navik, what do you have to say? If you graduated this week or recently, uh, go out and do complete your wildest dreams mm. do it all now before you go back to a, a mundane life of nine to fives where you only look forward to vacations three months from now i'm offended um, <laughs> <laughs> this is no this is a lot of people i'm this this is calling a lot of people but yeah um and also really th- take some time off once you graduate this could be a month this could be five months forever (laughs) or forever so just take some time to really think about what you want to do and how you want to live says the sight is beauty and exists to be it's nothing